0: Welcome to Safety Talk. Personal safety expert Pete Canavan shares his insights and interviews experts who provide simple and effective tips, techniques, and technologies to keep you safe and secure both online and off. Here's Pete. Hello, and
1: welcome to Safety Talk. On this show, we discuss and bring attention to a wide range of safety and security products and solutions that are available to both businesses and individuals in the digital world and the physical world. I'm your host and personal safety expert, Pete Canavan. As a self-employed information technology consultant since 1995, and as a martial artist for over 20 years, I bring decades of personal safety and security experience to my role as the host of this show. Uh, To learn more how I can help secure your business, educate your employers, or speak at your next conference, feel free to visit my website at PeteCanavan.com. So thanks so much to our listeners for being here. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel for, at safetytalkvideos.com. We appreciate you helping us spread the word about Safety Talk and the great guests and products and solutions that we have to share with all of you. Now, over the past 30 years, you know, criminals have become much more savvy, right, both online and offline. Uh, on this episode, we're going to learn a little bit more about a company named Swan Security and how they provide businesses as well as homeowners with affordable, cutting-edge security solutions. Their solutions are loaded with technology that helps you stay ahead of the bad guys, right, the evildoers, and of course, they uh, allow you to then, you know, sort of develop and create that sense of safety and community, uh, safety in communities that you live in throughout the world, wherever you happen to may be. Today's guest is the VP of global marketing for Swan Security. They have headquarters in Australia, the United Kingdom, as well as the United States. And the company is committed to reducing crime and helping communities around the world reclaim that sense of safety. And unfortunately, you know, as we record this uh, in mid 2020, there is a lot of unrest going on in the United States as well as around the world. And so, uh, we hope and pray that that, of course, you know, subsides and the sanity, you know, comes back to the, you know, to the world and to the the people that are in it. And you know, we can all kind of get back to business. But there's a lot of stress out there. A lot of things that are are causing this and uh, and it's very, very scary. So, you know, companies such as Swan, they have cutting-edge products that are designed to protect and secure the interior as well as the exterior of your business, your property, your home. So, you know, you can take advantage of things like facial recognition and color night vision and HD as well as 4K cameras and video feeds, motion sensors and that sort of thing uh, and use their app, the Swan Security app, to be that hub that allows you to basically control everything that you have to help you in the realm of Swan Securities Technology Solutions. So helps you protect any of your valuables, your property, and of course, the most valuable thing in your life, which is you and your loved ones. So it's my pleasure to welcome Jeremy Stewart to Safety Talk. Welcome, Jeremy.
2: Thanks, Pete. Great to be with you and a fantastic introduction.
1: Thanks. Oh, my pleasure. You know, we're, we're real happy to have you on the show, talk about the company and, you know, how the company can improve the safety and security of, of everybody with its solutions. And you know, we all want to feel safe, and I think a lot of people today are not feeling safe. You know, they want to know, hey, you know, what are my options with my security, uh, whether it's securing my home or my business, and, uh, you know, everybody should have a heightened sense of awareness with regard to their own safety and security, because we've seen crazy lawlessness happening, not just in the United States, but in, in various places around the world uh, there have been a lot of protests, and I think a lot of pent-up anxiety, a lot of pent-up anger, a lot of pent-up frustration from the coronavirus lockdown. And so, you know, people have been sitting at home. They haven't been doing anything. And so they're now, there's something that gives them a a reason to get out. It may be an unreasonable sort of reason for (laughs) getting out, uh, you know. But, I mean, peaceful protests obviously are a hallmark of the United States. I mean, you know, and around the world, you know, we support that, uh, you know, people's ability to protest, you know, injustices or, you know, making sure that wrongs are righted. But when it devolves into rioting and looting and chaos and, you know, injury to people uh, and people being killed, uh, you know, this is completely unacceptable. And so you need various solutions that can help you, you know, st- sort of stay in touch. And so I think it's very appropriate that we have you on the show at this point in in time because obviously it's going to be timely material, but it's also timeless, right? Because we always want to, uh, feel safe and secure. And, uh, video surveillance is one way that,
2: that we can do so. Yeah. Look, it's, um, it's been unprecedented this year. I think for all of us, um, you know, I was speaking to my dad who's in his seventies and I said, dad, have you, can you ever remember a time like this before in your life? And he, he was like, no, I can't. You know, I'm too young to remember World War II. Um, maybe that was the the, the the most recent sort of mass upheaval we might have experienced like this. But, you know, it's been unprecedented. And and we certainly, um, Swan, where I work, we weren't sure what, what what it would mean for security this year. What what, what would um, everything that we're going through in terms of having to be based at home a lot of the time, um, a lot of the other social upheavals that have happened this year, what would it mean for a business like ours? And so we weren't sure what it would mean. and. It's been really interesting this year that, um, you know, our sales are are up year on year. Uh, There is that demand for security. And, um, uh, you know, I think the fact that people are spending more time at home has uh, allowed them more time to to do some of the maybe home improvement, do-it-yourself type projects they were putting off.
1: Right. And that, of course, can include security upgrades.
2: Absolutely, and I think there's the other element to it is in these unsettled times, we do look to make sure that our own little patch is secure and safe. Um, and so, yeah, as I say, you know, sales this year have been good for us, and and we weren't sure what to make of it. A lot of our sales are in store, you know, via retailers. We can go in, and obviously that's that market's taken a big hit, but it's been balanced out by big growth in online, as you can imagine. So, um, you know, the net effect for us this year has been. A growth in sales and um, strong demand for our products and we do a lot of research at Swan and when we talk to our customers um, the term they use is peace of mind they want peace of mind from their security system and generally they break that into three or we can break that into three bits three elements when we talk to them the first bit is convenience so it's the, the when we talk about peace of mind it's the convenience of being able to see what's happening Right. knowing what's happening at home. If you go out, you can see it on your phone, that convenience of knowing everything's okay. And, and obviously, our mobile devices play more and more of a role in that all the time. And, and um, almost all Swans products now are smart and can be viewed and, and sort of controlled on, on a mobile device. Then there's deterrence. Deterrence and prevention is another big part of peace of mind. So it's about knowing that the security system you have can prevent unwanted activity from happening, can prevent break-ins, burglaries, vandalism, other unwanted activity, be that at your home or your business. And then the third, the third bit is evidence. So um, it's that peace of mind of knowing that if something unwanted did happen, you've got the video evidence that you can then use, um, be it to share on social media, share with law enforcement, your insurance company or whatever. So yeah when we talk to to um, our customers it 's about peace of mind and that 's how we we think of peace of mind and as i say it 's been um, you know a very uh, unusual year, but a year in which security sales have remained strong and, and and I think you know that's been good for us and somewhat unexpected I would say
1: I think you 're going to probably continue to see that trend continue as well i mean I personally upgraded the video surveillance system at my home uh, over the last couple of months. I wish I'd known about you guys two months ago because I only did it like a month and a half ago. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it, but, but you're right. I mean, peace of mind is a huge thing because if I'm not at, and you know, if I'm out at a, at a job or I'm traveling or I'm not home, vacation, whatever, I can, you know, pull that right up on the phone and see what's going on. You know, is anybody in my pool? You know, uh, is my front door open or closed? You know, because if I yeah. go away Kids are home. I want to make sure you're not having a party or something at the house, right? When I'm gone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if that's the that's the worst that happens, I mean, hey, fine. But, yeah. you know, obviously I we're the looking the
2: for – I pick up on something there and say that, uh, you know, smart now is a term that's um, that's really overused, I think. But, um, but uh, even still, I think, you know, having products that are smart, that, that you can interact with them, no matter where you go. Um, our customers and, and people out there, a lot of the listeners, just expect that now. Yeah, you know, they mm-hmm. really expect that they can see everything on their phone and, and that's kind of like their essential companion. So,
1: sure. We're going to have to dive gonna... a little deeper into those specifics. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. What, so
1: um, I, I kind of just back up for half a minute here. Um, so how did Swan get started? How long the company been around? Because you know, people, they, they hear about a new company, maybe it's like, hey, I've never heard of you guys before. And, you know, they want to know a little bit more about the company and then, you know, start to research the products and solutions.
2: Yeah. so Swan started in 1987. Uh, it, it was a, f- a family business started by a guy named David Swan, and, and David Swan um, is one of those guys that uh, once you met him, you've ne- you'll have you never forget him. He's uh, he, I liken him to sort of the um, you know the Doc character out of Back to the Future. You know, he's
1: super enthusiastic.
2: Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, super enthusiastic, um, s- lots of energy, um, just really infectious in the, in the way he goes about things. So. He started the business in his basement um, in 1987, the basement of his family home. And back then he was um, creating and building modems for his, um, for his friends who wanted to get on the internet in the early days of the internet. So I uh, started off building modems and, and then grew the business from there, branched off into IT peripherals and other um, you know computer accessories and things. And then it was in about I think the late 90s that he saw a, he was at an airport and he saw a little camera somewhere and he thought that could be a good opportunity for us to branch out into, uh, and um, so he really pioneered the category of video security via retail outlets. He he was one of the first guys to do it. Um, oh, wow. and it's now a now a multi-billion-dollar category around the world. But but yeah, he saw big opportunities to make security accessible for everyday people, be it home users or business users, and um, so, yeah, he was with the – I've been with the business for, for 16 years now, a long time, and uh, he was certainly there there for the first 10 years or so of my run, and and um, it was very much a family business back then. And then in late 2014, uh, the Swans wanted to retire. Uh, he's, a, he's a guy in his 80s now, so they they retired and, and the business got sold. Um, but certainly uh, it, was, it was a really fun time working for the business when he was um, – in charge and and it, it had that real energy that sometimes i think you know family companies have and, and smaller business can have and then sometimes that gets diluted a little bit as you get more organized and expand
1: sure and if you can hold on to that energy and and yeah. innovation that that's that's fantastic so did yeah. he started in australia the uk us because you're in all three no, countries
2: yeah no he started in in melbourne here in australia i'm based in australia he started right. here in, in melbourne and, which is and, where uh, you are yep yeah, absolutely. yeah <laughs> and then eventually um, eventually his wife Jenny kicked him out of the family home not out of her life but just the, the there was too much going on in terms of the business so you know he set up offices and, and he was one of those guys that as well you know I've got to give him great credit he always had big plans internationally so almost as soon as he started the business he he moved into the US America's our um, biggest market uh, our biggest uh, office and distribution center is here in the US and um so yeah he always had big plans and I think now we're in over 40 countries and and' um, wow. but very much an international business. so uh, UK as you mentioned is is another big part of our, uh, our regional network you know Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, parts of Europe, um, South Africa, um, Asia uh, that's really fantastic. So, yeah he always had big plans.
1: yeah well, it yeah. looks like he made them happen that's that's a lot of places to be around the world and yeah. you know they always have their their own sort of unique you know needs and and threats that have to be dealt with. So, uh, the company deals at this point, uh, at least from what I can gather from your website, which is just swanwithtwoends.com dot uh, com, is is the camera side of things, right? It, so it's it's mostly now security cameras is what the company is primarily involved with.
2: Uh, yes and no. That 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 certainly um, was has been our focus in the um, you know when we first moved into security, it was it was mainly around cameras, but as time's gone on, we've branched off into more cameras that have lighting and sensors and, and other elements to them to help with the prevention side of security. Because um, as I mentioned earlier, when we talk to our customers, they don't want to just see what's happening. They want to also prevent bad things from happening, prevent unwanted activity like burglaries and vandalism and things. So it, it's primarily video. You're right, but but we've added added to, to um, the features on our cameras so that they, they do more than just see what's happening. So, Um, And then then we do have, you know, um, doorbells and and alarm. So for example, so let's
1: stay on that for a minute. So what are some of the features that your cameras have that maybe like the cameras I put in or most homeowners put in uh, to their homes or even what what a business owner would put in to protect their business? What would some of those features be that maybe you're not going to find in a a regular, you know, DVR, NVR type, uh, you know, multi-camera system that you might buy off the shelf or even from a, a local surveillance video company?
2: Yeah, we, we have a, a technology called True Detect and True Detect is, um, you know, PIR, passive infrared sensors that detect heat and motion. So the cameras um, can yeah, pick up on the movement of people, cars, large animals to then make the recording and the, and the triggering of alerts more accurate. Um, you know, if we look at the, the, the beautiful beach behind you there, Pete, with <laughs> the tree blowing in the wind, in the past, security systems would be triggered by that. Right. Uh, what we've tried to do is make the, the sensors more accurate so that they only get triggered if there's heat and motion. So uh, the blowing of a tree like that wouldn't, wouldn't set them off. So it's about having more accurate recording, more accurate alerts. Um, and we, we like to think of that as being more reliable security overall because you're not getting false alarms. You're not getting worried unnecessarily. And, and I think a lot of would, people,
1: that's yeah. part of the problem with their systems, right? Is, you know, every time, you know, somebody walks down the street in front of the house, triggering an alarm, you know, every time the dog runs by the sensor in the backyard or whatever, you know, it triggers it and you get a light, it's a stupid dog again. or You know what I mean? And so, you, and then that's then you bad confidence. because you yeah. get numb to it, right? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. oh, it's probably nothing. Yeah, I'll check yeah, you, it later. You,
2: you lose confidence. You lose confidence in, and, and you go, you know what? I'm not going to go check it out because it's always false alarming. It's, right. it's a waste of my time.
1: And the one so time then, you yeah. don't check it.
2: That's when it's a problem. <laughs> and, you know, I, and I know of examples of my neighbours here where that's happened. You know, alarm went off in the suburb. You know, we went out a few times and then, you know, the third or fourth time it went off, there actually was an incident and, and no one went. So, um, yeah, that's that's regrettable. But in terms of other features, we've also added sensor lighting to our cameras. So, um, you know, lighting is a big part of any safety and security strategy for homes and businesses. So that same um, uh, True Detect technology that can trigger the, the response can be used to trigger and turn on the lighting, sensor lighting. And then of course um, uh, more of our cameras now are having sirens as well, because obviously lighting and sirens kind of go together mm-hmm. to prevent unwanted activity. So I guess what we're trying to do is make our, our systems more about prevention, true security and not just seeing what's happening after the fact.
1: Right, I think uh, it was think on your a- uh, Facebook page, you have a pretty funny video. It's like a ninja video series. You got some videos of uh, a ninja like trying to dra- break into the house and the homeowner is seeing him everywhere he's trying to get in. And uh, I, I thought it, w- it was, it was uh, well done. It was entertaining. And, but it, it, it's good because it really illustrated just what you were talking about, where the light would come on and then even like the alarm. And I guess you can also have like a two-way communication too, like, hey, get out of here, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Two-way audio is a, a big part of, of more of our cameras now as well. So it's about being able to sometimes just say, uh, you know, hey, leave that package beside the door. Right, other times they're like, like, oh Hang on. <laughs> Hang on, I've got an alert. I don't know who that is. Please leave. You know, so it's about warning warning off people you don't want there. So, you know, audio is a, a really big part of it. And we just actually launched a, a product called the Enforcer, which has red and blue flashing lights. Police oh. style flashing lights, as we call them. And when you combine that with, um, you know, a spotlight and also um, uh, uh, also siren, it really has that effect to startle unwanted uh, intruders and, and burglars. So um, that's that's one that's been selling really well in the U.S. and and it sort of I think just touched a, a touched a, a nerve with people, or touched a, something that they were, were wanting to see because it, it does have that sort of um, shock value for intruders, and it's and it's struck a chord with consumers and our customers. So oh, yeah, sure, because somebody who's the out there trying
1: to time. well, somebody who's trying to do harm or you know try to rob a store or a home or a business or whatever. Uh, they are you know, going to definitely be spooked by something like where all of a sudden they're trying to break in and all of a sudden, whoop, the light comes on and then you hear a voice saying, hey, what are you doing? It's like, yeah. oh, boom, they're at it. They're not going to sit yeah. there and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because you're going to be like, them? okay, well, yeah. I just called the police and you know, you better hightail it out of there because they're going to beat her in about you know, few seconds.
2: Absolutely. And, and, and um, the good thing about having lights on cameras too is it then uh, helps in terms of making the video at night color. Mm. Um, so that's one of the things that um, you know, any, anyone who's bought a security system in the previous sort of 10 years would know from the night vision, it's usually black and white. Right. It looks like it looks like on Survivor after Tribal Council when they all go back to, to the camp and they go, why did right. you vote him out, blah, 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 blah. You know, the sort of black and white with the glowing eyes, that's how night vision has looked up until recently. Mm-hmm. But now with the improvements in the uh, camera image sensors, and, and having a sense of lighting you now get color at night and that just adds to the evidence and being able to see what's happening in a, in a superior way than before so that's another advancement that's happened. Recently. Sure
1: being able to say somebody's got you know a red shirt versus a, a light colored shirt you know that that's a big difference you know and, and yeah like, like you said yeah. the night vision doesn't allow you to do that it's mostly just you know black and white and you know you can have great clarity but uh, you you yeah. definitely lose the color side of it so that that's a that's a big feature yeah. Um, uh, as well as obviously the two way communication and and you've, you know, with the, the flashing lights, I mean, that's, that's an interesting one too.
2: And also, now, you know, I mentioned before about smart and the mobile, um, it's, uh, you know, from our point of view, it's been really important to set up a single app ecosystem. We, we, we're moving all our products and we have moved all our products to one app called Swan security. Mm-hmm. And, and that the beauty of Swan security is you can see multiple, multiple devices from multiple locations on, on the app at one time, but you can also, turn off and on the lights using the app you can kind of control the system check in see what's happening arm um, and disarm remotely and i think that's something that people are liking as well as that sort of peace of mind is also sort of knowing oh it's working the way it should and i've set it up the right way And but if i haven't if i'm worried that i've left home i don't have to go all the way back i can control it remotely and i think that's another part of peace of mind having that remote control and that and that ability to see and See what's happening wherever you are and control it wherever you are. I think that's a, that's a big part of it for, for our customers as well.
1: So the, the cameras, I, I, I'd probably have your website pulled up over here. I'm going to show are, are those watching this on YouTube. They'll be able to see it. For everybody else, they can visit the website and take a look uh, at swan.com, swan with two Ns. Uh, but you have like NVR systems and things like that. Are most of them uh, like IP, like power over Ethernet? Are they wireless? Do you have both types?
2: Yeah, we have both types. So um, for the listeners that may not know, um, you know, DVRs uh, use coaxial cable, more of a typical security type cable, mm-hmm. um, and then on, there's the NVRs that run off the, the Cat 5 Ethernet cable, network cable that most of us are familiar with. We have it in our own homes and everything. We sell both types. Um, the, typically, NVRs are a little bit more feature-rich. Uh, you get mm-hmm. slightly better resolution. They are, I think, a little bit easier to install with the the. Oh yeah, cable. no power.
1: And wireless, that's what I put in. I power, put in a POE system. Yeah. It was beautiful. I ran the Cat5 where I wanted it, put it on a wall, boom, done.
2: Fewer uh, cables and plugs to worry about, easier to thread the cables. Um, you find that NVRs are, because of their features and a and, and uh, little bit easier to, um, sorry, I was going to say uh, a little bit more expensive price-wise mm-hmm. than DVRs. Um, but both both really good, good systems, really popular, uh, wide. I think if, if for the listeners, if they're thinking of four or more cameras at their home or business, then a wired system is the way to go. We also sell wireless, but I do think four or more cameras for me is kind of the cutoff where I think wired is probably a better option to go with.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you can get interference with wireless. Um, they are more easily hacked, obviously, because it's a lot easier to, to hack a wireless connection like that. You, you know, as opposed to a wired connection, you've got to hardwire into it somehow, right? So, you know, having physical yeah. access is a much, uh, you know, stronger deterrent than, you know, being able to have some sort of you know scanner that allows you to find the frequency that, a camera's transmitting on, and boom! Next thing you know, there you're, you're jamming yeah. it, or you're on it.
2: Yeah. So, and with, with with on the wireless side of things, there are, there are, if you split wireless into two kind of types, in a way, there's the battery powered wireless. That's true wireless, where you charge a battery camera, or you have it connected to a solar charging panel. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not using a solar charging panel, at some point you're going to need to recharge that camera. And you know, for a lot of for a lot of uh, the listeners, that's okay. But for some, that's a hassle. So you need to think about the fact you're going to need to recharge. There's another type of, it's more of a Wi-Fi camera than a, than a wireless camera, and that's where the video is transmitted over Wi-Fi, but you've got to plug the camera into a power socket. Right. Um, and, and for an indoor type environment, that's okay, but sometimes for outdoor environments, that's that's tricky because there's no power socket nearby.
0: So, exactly. Um,
2: so yeah, on the wide side of things, you got DVR, NVR, and on the Wi-Fi side of things, you got battery powered and then plugging into a socket. So they're kind of the different options and you need to weigh them up. You know, I think if you're just going for one or two cameras, a Wi-Fi or a wireless solution is fine. But as I say, for a more um, expanded installation, a home or a business, we need four or more cameras. I would go with a wired solution. The other thing with wireless and Wi-Fi, um, they're mainly clip-based. So because of the fact that they're draining the memory and the, 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 there's you, you can't have that, um, they're draining the sort of battery power, you can't have that non-stop, streaming all the time and recording a really long clips at some point they they cut it off and they record a clip that 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 you can then use so for some for some um listeners out there who want really long clips and really long um ever long pieces of evidence of what activity is going on that's where wired is superior to to wireless but if you're just looking for short grabs of activity then wi-fi and wireless is often fine
1: no that's that's a great point jeremy because um that's exactly the reason why, you know, one of the reasons why I went with a wired system is because I wanted 24 seven recording, you know, I can set alerts on motion as well, but I wanted 24 seven recording that way I can always go back and I can review, like you said, a a long segment. And then you can pull that segment out and dump it off to like a USB, you know, thumb drive or something if you needed to download that evidence to, to give it to law enforcement or something. So, um, and, and as we're talking about, you know, internal cameras, external cameras and the advantage of wired or wireless, uh, in terms of specifics, right? Because people are always like, you know, where should I put my cameras? It was one of the things that I was thinking about when I'm like, okay, I want to put one here. I want to cover this. I want to make sure I got one on the pool. I want to make sure I got one in the driveway, you know, stuff like that. So typically, I mean, I'm sure there, are you know, for every expert, there's there's just as many, uh, you know, sort of opinions about things. But I think, you know, as a, as a rule of thumb, I would say you probably want to get them on the external corners of any structures, right? I mean, yes. that's in terms of like sort of a best place as a default to install a camera, right?
2: Absolutely. So yeah, the, the best thing to do is before you um, do your install or you get it installed around your house, just wander around at your home or business and wander around and look at look at where do you feel you're vulnerable if someone was to try and get in. Um, and you're right, outdoors, outside is at the perimeter of your property is definitely the way to go. I always think um, you know, for a typical um, home, uh, four cameras is, is the way to go. Um, I would think of um, the, the front entrance, one near the front entrance. So mm-hmm. if someone does come to the front entrance, you can see their face clearly. You want to have your camera up high so that it's not easy, easily reached, but you don't want to go too high because then you can only see the tops of their head. So you want to have it at a height that's up, up high enough that you can still see them as they come towards the front. I then think another you typically another if you've got a front yard, a camera that's that can take in the front yard so that if someone is trying to get in coming towards the house, you see you can see them ahead of time, and then just have a think about the the, the sort of setup of your of your property in terms of um, you know a back entrance or a side entrance and and where you're lo- likely to have someone trying to get in because um, you know if you can get the perimeter of your place set up with good security, that's half the battle. There's an old insurance industry statistic that says if you've got visible signs of security around your house you're eight times less likely to be broken into and i often remember that so it's important you know with cameras they have two real purposes you want to think about them having that preventative deterrence effect on people you know an an intruder burglar sees the camera ahead of time before they try to break in they go you know what i'm going to go somewhere else in the street that doesn't have security that's a soft touch Right. And then, right. and then there's, then there's the 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 other side to it is the the video and, and and being able to see what what's happening. But don't underplay, don't underestimate the value the deterrent value of having cameras and visible signs of security around your place.
1: And and you bring up a couple of good points and and one of them being obviously don't have the cameras up too high so you can can't point down, but if you're if you you know, you want to cover up a large like your whole backyard, then obviously yeah, you're going to want to have it up high because a lot of these cameras too have Amazing zoom capabilities, so you can really, you know, zoom in. You know, when you have these these higher quality new ca- newer cameras out there, uh, and then uh, another another as you were talking about the the wired and wireless. One of the things that I was thinking about is having one or two cameras actually out in the yard facing the house, right? So if you had a wireless solution, then let's say you have like power out in your shed, you could always tap off that power and put like a Wi-Fi camera out, say, in your shed pointing back at, say, your back door. So you now have a completely Absolutely. different vantage point uh, as opposed to you being at your house and looking out. You could actually be looking at your house as if somebody were is, is walking towards it. So it allows you to see things from a completely different perspective uh, in your surveillance. Now, it might not be an option. You might not be able to run wires there or whatnot. But... Uh, as you said, really, when you're planning yeah. it, you got to look. Okay, where am I going to be able to see things from the yeah. from the you know the easiest spot? And that's probably where you should put your cameras.
2: That that, that that's a really good point, and and that's why every property and every situation is kind of different. And that's why I, I really advise before you know the listeners set up their their security system, wander around, have a look, do a little schematic sometimes of your yeah. of your layout of your property, and work out what cameras are going to go where. Um, the beauty of the sort of app ecosystem we've set up is you can combine wired and wireless in one so uh, the example you just talked about Pete you could have your wired camera set up around the edges of your house you could have a wireless camera out at your garage or out um, uh, you know out of, even on a tree even pointing mm-hmm. back at the house um, you can and, and maybe on, on the roof of a, of a garage or something and use a solar charging panel so that you don't have to go and recharge it but the beauty of it is you can combine them all and see them all at the same time receive alerts and, and kind of have a, an ecosystem your own security ecosystem at your home or your business combining those different technologies combining a mix of wired maybe powered wi-fi and maybe wireless all in one so that's that's, that's a very nice technology. feature
1: because most yeah. systems don't have that it. it's like you're buying a wired system or you're buying a wireless system yeah. And, yeah. uh,
2: and, that, and that's, that's uh, sort of a point of difference, I guess, for Swan is that, that we, we have that ecosystem and that ability to combine a whole lot of different products in one. And, and I would say to the listeners as well, don't underestimate the value of lighting as well, having some sensor lights around the place. And, mm. you know, when I, when I talk to people, I often talk about a safety and security strategy. Um, video security is just one part of a safety and security strategy. There's a whole heap of things you can do, both free things that are just common sense. Mm -hmm. and then products you can add around your home or your business that kind of go into a a safety and security strategy and it's things like sometimes it's as simple as getting to know your neighbors there's strength in numbers um if you, you you get on well with your neighbors help keep an eye on each other's properties you know help help look out for unwanted activity together maybe when they go away on vacation you can help keep an eye or and vice versa when you go away they can help keep an eye um keep your place neat and tidy and so it's lived in don't invite um people to come in by by making the place look um, vacant and and sort of unkempt. Um, you know think about the things you can do around your home to make it less of a target for for burglars and and people getting in.
1: Sure. No, that's good because you should have an overall strategy, right? And and like with the alarm system, the first thing I did when I we put the alarm system in the house was I put the window stickers they gave us and I put them on every window around the whole house. My wife's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why do you have to put the windows? I, because if somebody walks up to the house, they see a sticker on a window that it's got ADT security, they're going to be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't break this window because the alarm's going to go off because there's a glass break my, sensor
2: inside. You'd, you'd love my house, Pete. I've got about hundred stickers all over the place. You know, <laughs> I, I love my stickers, and and they play an important deterrent role. You know, yes. the whole, uh, you know, the, that's the why they brogler, give you the yard
1: sign to put out in the yard the, the so people drive by, seat, you got an alarm system.
2: Yeah, the burglar says, "I'm going to go somewhere that's a soft touch because these guys have good security." Um, so yeah, locks as well is another important part of it. You know, having having locks um, on your doors and and your windows. Um, and, you know, there's a whole lot of other things that you can think about as part of that safety and security strategy as well.
1: Sure. So now, for the typical homeowner, you'd say they probably need at least about four cameras, Right, one for sort of each, you know, corner of the property that they can keep an eye on. Uh, if you want to have each one in both directions, then you're going to need an eight-camera system. That's the one that I got, so I could put at least. I was thinking I was going to put two on each corner, and then as you were just saying a minute ago, as I was mapping it out, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to be able to cover this, and I want to cover the side gate here, and I want to get the pool, and I want to get the front door. You know, so you start thinking about where's the best place. It may not be at, at each one of those corners, right? So. Uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is, uh, from my experience, is they buy a camera system that doesn't have enough cameras, and then they want to go add them, and now they can't. So, err on Absolutely. the side of okay. If you got to spend another, you know, whatever it is, if it's not a you know double or triple or quadruple the price of what you're buying, spend a little bit more money. And even if you're buying, say, an eight channel system, and it only comes with four cameras. Who cares? You could add up to four more cameras later. You know, if they even add all four, you want to just add one or two more. At least it gives you that option. And that's, I think, uh, agree, very important.
2: Agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, um, you know, if you choose um, one of the higher-end type systems that are on the market now, you can always upgrade your recorder box later and you won't have to rerun the cables. Um, you, Exa- can yep. swap out, you can sort of swap out cameras later and add maybe a more high-definition camera with better resolution um, later. But I, I absolutely agree. You want to look for, you know, when we talk about for people who don't really know security that well, when we talk about channels, that's the, the number of cameras that can be connected to the recorder box, be it an NVR or DVR. So I would be looking for a typical home to get an eight channel system with four cameras or eight channel with six cameras. And then, as Pete says, you can always add two, three or four cameras later if you find you, you need more and you find that uh, you know, your security needs have changed. And plan for the
1: future, too, I would say, cabling-wise. You know, so, I mean, if you're looking at a system and you're you're choosing between, you know, the older style coaxial cable versus a new, you know, power over Ethernet or even just an an IP-based camera system, it's going to be so much easier to work with, it's going to be cheaper, and it's going to be more upgradable. Once the wires are run, they're run, right? You don't don't have to worry about it after that. You want to upgrade the camera? Great. Take the camera off, put a new camera on, plug it in, done. So yeah, it has definitely. advantages, if it's, especially if it's power over Ethernet, you don't have to worry about running power to anything. You just pull a cable, plug it into the, you know, to the box and off you go. You know, you set it yeah. up and you and configure
2: things. Running, running the cable is the, the most um, intimidating part of the installation we find when we talk to our, our customers. Yep. For us, um, about two thirds of our customers do it themselves. Um, another third, um, actually get an installer, integrator, electrician, someone they know to do it for them, but it's about yeah, two thirds who do it themselves. And when we talk to our customers, they say, yeah, the running the cable is, is the most intimidating bit. And then second would be getting the networking set up and just making sure it's all connected to the internet. Okay. But, right. um, it and it's
1: really not there. that difficult. Yeah. I mean, if most no, people can, you know, set up their home router, you can set up you know, one of these network, you know, you know, video recorder. It's
2: become become so much easier over the years, you know, going back to when David Swan first started into that area, it was kind of hard, but it's become super easy now. And, you know, you can just scan QR codes and it kind of, you know, interconnects easily and away you go. And then you can just log on every time, you know, it's, it's so much easier than before.
1: Yeah. How much, how easy is that? You log into your system, you scan the code, you scan the camera, boom, there's your camera. (laughs) It's it's pretty much just about that simple on some of these systems. Now there are a ton of cameras out there, right? You know, and they're always trying to push the latest technology and the latest and the highest resolution and all of that. But I mean, what I tell people is and I don't know, you you may have a different view, but it's probably going to be similar to mine because again, it's going to go back to to the need of the customer, right? But you know, people say, "Oh, should I just have a high def, you know, camera, you know, 1080p or do I need to do I really need to spend all that extra money for a 4K camera system?" Well, what I tell people is, you know, because then they're like, oh, but 8K is coming out and should I wait for that? It's like, no, because the only people that really need that kind of a crazy 4K resolution or higher is if you're zooming in really, really far because 4K is going to allow you to retain that resolution when you zoom it in because there's just so many pixels to work with. So that's really, from my experience, sort of, and, and you know, you could give me what your thoughts on this are, Jeremy, but that's really, you know, if you just need like a basic video surveillance system, 1080p is going to be fine for you, right?
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said, and, and, and I, but I, I would say to um, anyone watching this or listening, 1080p should be your minimum. Don't go below 1080p now. Right. Um, there are still there are still lots of cheap systems out there that are below. They say, oh, this is HD, but it's actually you know 720p or, or, or less. Yep. Avoid that. I think 1080p now is so affordable and so good. You want to make that your base level. 1080p is still good enough to see, you know, faces, eye color, um, you know, the, the, most of the detail you need. If you're finding you want to go to um, an even um, finer detail than that, so license plates, right? you know, just really, really minute detail, maybe labels on boxes. Um, or better know, facial clothing, recognition. All, all, all that sort of thing. Then, then I think, and security is really important to you. Then I think, think about 4K, which, Yep. You know, I've got to say, it's not that expensive now. It has become a lot more affordable.
1: That's because um, 8K is so, knocking at the door now, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, but I think, so, so I think for a lot of people, you know, do your research like you normally would, but between 1080p and 4K, depending on what your budget is, you can really find a good solution. And Pete, you, you nailed it. it. With 4K, it's then the zoom ability. You, you can really zoom in to see, as I say, logos on clothing, uh, labels on boxes, eye color, all that sort of detail. Because it's got four times as many pixels as 1080p, yep. and and so um, yeah, if, if that that sort of detail is really important to you, the other thing about 4K is you get that that zoom ability, um, both in live footage, live streaming, you can zoom in, um, but also you can do it on playback. So if you go, hang on, I need yes. to go back and see what what was going on, you can zoom right in on recorded footage as well. So, um, but that
1: that therein lies kind of it. It's Achilles' heel. Right is your storage capability. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're putting in a 4K system versus a 1080p system, you better also quadruple or maybe even go higher than that yeah. in your storage capability. So if you're yeah. thinking of, about putting in like a 1-terabyte drive, you better put in like a 4-terabyte drive, you know, something that's really big because it's going to churn through that storage yeah. much more quickly because you're storing Four times as much data as a 1080p system.
2: Yeah, if you've got a wired system and it's 4K, I would recommend two terabyte as a minimum. Minimum. Yeah. I also think there are things you can do with your the way you set up the what the cameras see and how you do your recording and everything that that then allows you to kind of optimize your memory on your hard drive and in the mm-hmm. cloud. So I would make sure you set up the heat and motion detection so that you're not getting you're not filling your hard drive with unwanted activity. Um, and, and the beauty of, of um, systems like the ones we make and sell is you can configure it by channel. You can go, you know what, the front door is the camera I really care about. I'm going to have um, different settings on the front door compared to maybe some of the other cameras around the place. You can configure that by camera, by channel. Uh, and I think that's that's really important. And that's a way of kind of optimizing or, or kind of um, saving as much hard drive space as you can.
1: So as you're talking, I'm uh, just pulling up your website and sharing it. So anybody on uh, watching the video can see if not, you know, definitely uh, take a look and see the different systems that are out there. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised because they're not that expensive as, as Jeremy's saying, the price on so many of these things, even on the higher end cameras uh, and solutions has come down quite, quite a bit. And, uh, you know, a, a good chunk of that will be your, obviously, the quality of the cameras, but also the storage capability. So, you know, a system that's coming with a, you know, a four-terabyte hard drive is going to be, you know, a decent amount more expensive than a one-terabyte system. But, you know, in all reality, it's not that much. What's it going to cost you? Another $100 to triple or quadruple your capacity? So, you know, and being able to optimize the system is also the other you know factor there so uh and a lot of these systems and i'm sure jeremy you guys system does the same thing with the cameras where you can actually have different cameras that have different resolutions right so you can have this camera running at 4k but you may have the same model camera but you're, you don't need that level of resolution for the area it's covering so you can bump that resolution down a bit so you can yeah. fine tune your system based on the needs and what is being observed and what your potential you know uh, need for for going back and reviewing that footage uh, could be. So it gives you a lot of, you know, there's a lot of options out there. And uh, so educate yourself uh, about it. But, I mean, now with, like you said, you got heat and motion. The system I bought has something called humanoid detection. So it's supposed to, you know, n- not give you the false positives with the motion of like, you know, like a cat running across or something like that or a squirrel, oh. you know. So it's uh, very interesting because the technology and the price – have just, they've met at a place now where it's so affordable to put in a really good system, you know, for under a thousand bucks, you know? That's and that's a, a really good system,
2: yeah. you know? Well, we, we, we pride ourselves on bringing the sort of technology that the professionals uh, like and use and making it affordable for everyday you know, business owners and, and homes. And you're right, you can configure the resolution, the frame rate, um, you, you can you can do that by, um, by channel, by camera, as I said before you can set the sensitivity around heat and motion so that it doesn't get triggered when your cat runs past, that it's only a large object that triggers the recording and the alerts. Um, There's all sorts of things you can do and you can control it all. So um, yeah, the technology's come a really long way and on screen there, you can see the enforcer. That's one of the ones I mentioned earlier with the red and blue flashing lights.
1: That is cool.
2: That's actually the 1080p version. There's a, there's a 4k version as well Um, and it's all configurable and, um, the other thing as I just see it scrolling there is um, there's voice in, voice integration as well. So um, we we um, made the call a while back that we were going to be integrated with both the Google Assistant, Hey Google and Alexa.
0: some, oh, some okay. brands
2: some brands out there have decided to go with one or the other. We let the, the our customers decide. So you can certainly use voice commands to, hey, Google, show me the front door, and it'll the camera will come up on your your smart TV. That's
1: um, amazing.
2: And the as well. So, yeah, it's, it's all smart, able to be integrated with, with your uh, connected home.
1: I mean, you've got an eight-camera system here, 1080p, you know, full HD system, and it comes with a, a terabyte hard drive. You're talking $379. Has
2: has the sensor lights too. So yeah, it has the sensor, sensor lights. lights and like Color, night vision, color night vision on that one. So, yeah, that, it's, it's super affordable now and, and uh, all, all viewable and controllable with the app as well.
1: I uh, I should have known about this before. I would have had you send me out a test system.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we can we can uh, we can do some business. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, well, I I do feature all the products that are on my show on a separate website called Safety Talk Products. So safetytalkproducts.com dot com is where I feature the companies and the products that I have on the show. So you're actually going to get some exposure on that site as well with with this where we'll put uh, you know, a cool picture of one of these things and a link back to your site and then eh, maybe we'll get you some more traffic that way. But I mean, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, you know, indoors, right? So a lot of, you know, we want to see what's going on outside, right? But other people, my wife's one of them, where they kind of are a little bit spooked where uh, you know, you, they don't want the cameras on the inside of the house, right? Because, and obviously you're not putting them in places like maybe the bathroom, but you know, hallways or, you know, in, you know, by near your front door or something like that. So you can see. So uh, when Considering, you know, cameras that are going to be also be used indoors, are there anything that really people should consider either home or business-wise with an indoor camera versus uh, outdoors?
2: I think indoor, um, we see probably more of the Wi-Fi and wireless cameras being sold to, you, to be used indoors. Um, with a wireless camera, you've got the flexibility to move it around your property or inside wherever you think it should be. Um, Mm -hmm. and also with, with powered Wi-Fi, you then have that ability to move it to where you need to see what's happening, but also where you have a power socket, uh, handy. Um, obviously indoor cameras, are typically smaller, smaller footprint, more discreet and, and sleek in terms of their styling, because they don't, they don't need to have that deterrent factor that outdoor cameras have. With outdoor cameras, a lot of the time, you, you know, you want the intruder, the person who's come up to your house to see that they're there. With, with, with indoor cameras, you know, they're have they they're normally smaller and more discreet, um, but still allow you to see what's happening. I think it's really important to have two-way audio on an indoor camera so that uh, you can communicate with, with people, be it just being friendly, be it a delivery person or something, or be it, hang on,
0: get out of there, you shouldn't
2: be in there. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, two-way audio is important. Um, but, yeah, I think that there's lots of good cameras on the market. We have one called our tracker camera, which has a really wide 180-degree field of view. So it's really good for a small business or something. And then it locks onto activity. So if it sees movement, it auto-tracks that activity in a second oh, okay. view within the app. It maintains the 180-degree uh, wide um, full-room view angle. So you can you sort of have that as a frame of reference. But then it follows the activity. And so, yeah, I guess if someone's um, you know got into your place or they're walking around somewhere, you have that ability to then say, "Hang on, what are you doing?" Use the two-way audio. Um, but but yeah, there's, there's lots of lots of uh, good indoor cameras on the market, and I think yeah, wireless and, and powered Wi-Fi are, are the best option for that type of environment.
1: And you also uh, don't, as we initially talked about, you don't uh, just sell cameras at, at Swan. You have other you know products that people may be you know. Uh, interested in these days, right? Everybody's talking about, you know, the ring cameras and those solutions and whatnot. But, um, you know, you guys have, uh, on your site, you guys sell uh, smart video doorbells and uh, a a driveway alert kit I saw, which is neat. So somebody pulls in your driveway, you can have an alert, you know, go in. So I think that's really important because it demonstrates that SWAN can provide a total solution. It's not just cameras, but, you know, you want to, you know, improve the security and the safety of your home or business, you know, you have some a company here that has a lot of different products that you can use that will, uh, you know, create the greatest amount of deterrence for you know those that are not there for good in, with good intentions, right?
2: Yeah. So it's it's it, that, that that term again, you yeah, that ecosystem. It's about having that complete security system and. So for, for the viewers and the listeners, it's about doing some uh, homework before you get started. Working out what you think you need. You might you might find you need a mix of wired and wireless cameras, maybe a doorbell, um, and then and then you know matching that up to your budget. And and there are lots of people out there who who you know an imitation camera uh, combined with stickers is all they can afford. That's better than nothing. Right. Sometimes it's about it's about just I guess customising. Um, to the budget you have. And then you can always add a a real camera um, later. But, um, you know, and and like that gate alert kit you have on screen there, that's not smart. That doesn't go to your mobile phone, but it's a perfectly good system for letting you know that there's someone who's entered your property or your your store or, you know, your your doorway. And then it plays back to the the, the square unit on the right, the receiver there. A a really good kit at at a low price.
0: Um, yeah,
1: twenty bucks. And I mean, geez.
2: yeah, and that that's sometimes enough for what people are needing. Above that one is a is a dummy camera, an imitation camera that looks real. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, an intruder, a burglar, is not going to know the difference. It looks like a real camera, and sometimes that's enough for what people are needing. So it's it's about, I guess, from our point of view, making um, security affordable for everyday people, be they business users or, or business users or home users.
1: Yeah. yeah, and deterrence is a big is a big one now. Here's here's a point that I, I I know I struggled with with the system and I'm sure a lot of people do and that is the aesthetics right because you want to put a you know a camera where you where it can be seen and that it can do its job but you don't want to like plaster it in the middle of your you know your business's you know facade in the front or your you know the front you know middle you know between two uh you know windows in the front of your home so it's what would you tell people that are kind of struggling with you know what do, how do I balance the, you know, making the solution something that is visible but not so in your face it's going to bug me every time I look at it, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it.
2: Yeah, look, it's a, it's a really interesting question because when we talk to our customers, it kind of splits 50-50 between those that say, I want a camera that's going to be uh, overt, visible, and have that deterrent factor in which case they generally like to go for a bullet styling, that more cylindrical bullet casing that's mm. you know longer and a bit more visible. And then the other 50% say, you know what, I wanna see what's happening. I do like the idea of a visible deterrent, but the aesthetics around my property are really important to me. And for them, I think a dome styling, more of that you know rounded dome styling is a bit more sleek and a little bit, bit more aesthetically pleasing. So it is a balancing act. Um, know i think it's one of those things where if you're worried you could and you're getting an installer to help you with the installation you can sort of work with the installer to make sure that the cameras are positioned in the places that allow you to see what's happening but still give you nice aesthetic lines around the place Mm -hmm. but i do think i do think particularly for small businesses there are times where you just want that camera to be really visible so that anyone is thinking about getting up any funny business stealing whatever vandalism whatever it is they, they they get that message straight away. There's a camera there and I'm going to get caught if I do what I'm thinking of doing. So it is a... That's what I was going
1: to the- say. Probably more aesthetics are probably going to be more important for the homeowner. Business owner is going to... I want a deterrent. I want somebody walking to my property, seeing that camera there and going, okay, yeah. and turn around <laughs> think, and, and go the I, other I way if so, they were there I to think you're
2: right. And I think right. that the, there, there is the option of mixing... Bullet style and 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 dome style out there too. So you know, if you look on our website, there are kits that mix um, the two different styles of cameras. But it's it's about yeah you know, finding the right mix for your situation and your security needs. And and a brand like Swan, if you go on our website, can help you with that.
1: Awesome. So. Let's let's look into the future a little bit, all right? Because I mean, you're in this industry, you're working in this all the time, and you know, I'm in the safety and security industry. I've I've gone to a lot of these shows. I've seen amazing technologies with amazing capabilities, and you know, a lot of them are you know small companies that are startup. They've they've put everything they have into these unbelievable, cutting edge products that can detect, you know, whether it's motion or uh, what what somebody's actually doing, or you know the where the metal is on their body or like they, so a lot of these camera systems are combining with other systems. And so um, that's where I kind of see somebody's going. What do, what do you feel like the future holds in store for the video security uh, slash surveillance market?
2: Uh, that's like a really good question. And, and it's a, a good, good discussion to have for us. I think we're going to see more features that um, allow the prevention of crime and the prevention of unwanted activity. So I think we're gonna see more integration with sirens, you know, flashing lights, lights, the the things we talked about before that allow the the customer, the the user of the security system to prevent that unwanted activity happening. I think we're gonna see more um, types of smart alerts built into the system, Pete. I think we're gonna see face recognition will become commonplace. That's where, face recognition is where you can actually identify specific people, as opposed to face detection, which just says, it's a person with a face, this face recognition. You can actually elect the people that you want to be notified about. Right.
1: Your kid comes if, home from school at the front door. You don't need an alert unless you want to know he got home from school. Okay. But it's going to say, you know,
2: absolutely. I see yeah, what you're saying can, though. Yeah. That can be a positive where you go, you know, I want to know Tess, my daughter's home.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
2: that you can sort of go, well, you know what? I don't like her boyfriend. I don't want him being on site. <laughs> I want to be, I want a red, I want a red cross coming up when he, when he's on on the premises, so you can sort of, you know, green versus red in terms of who you want coming on Oh, that's funny. I think think we're going to see more of that. I think that we're going to see, um, you know, that then extended to pet detection. You know, we've got two cats, Conchita and Maisie. I think we're going to see a situation where it goes, Conchita's on site or Maisie's on site. Or, you know, there's my car, my wife's car, under you know, a car we don't recognise, and you'll see more customised alerts. Because, you know, we touched on peace of mind at the start of the chat, knowing what's happening sooner goes to peace of mind. So you can go, you know what, I will act, I will call a neighbor or the police or I will, you know, log on to see what's happening. But if I can get an alert that has more smarts in it and is really reliable, I then, I then can decide what to do quicker. And that gives me peace of mind. So I think,
1: so I think I'm hearing, be- what I'm hearing you say is it sounds like things are going to be integrating more with AI,
2: I think oh, I was going to get to that too. AI, I think is going to become more prevalent. I think we're going to see more um, thermal detection too. You know, I think, think thermal is going to become, um, you know, a bigger part of, of security systems. I well, think especially well with like, people
1: walking around with fevers, right? And we're seeing that now in airports and other high traffic areas where these cameras are set up. And they're looking at every single person going by and they're measuring their heat signature. And they're saying, okay, you're normal, you're normal, you're normal, you're not. And alert goes off somebody walks out says sir ma'am can you step over here for a minute double checks them and now yeah. they can you know uh you know conduct whatever sort of uh, procedure that is needs to be you know done when uh, something like that is is detected or
2: found and i think you know you know the world we're moving towards at the end of this covid period i think deciding or not deciding but being able to see who's coming on site and then getting a sort of a reading on whether you want them to come in is going to become even more important. So I think the technology is going to help with that. I think we're going to see more people wanting to kind of screen the visitor to know, hang on, do we want them coming in? And if they can get a read on their temperature, I think I think that will become part of what we, we, we see coming out in the market next year. I think as well, you know, security is sort of on this journey of getting higher resolution all the time as the technology, um, develops I think we are going to see you know 8k systems becoming um coming to the market as the 4k and 1080p becomes you know more the norm and more commoditized I think mm-hmm. you'll see the higher higher resolutions coming into to play you know it's sort of the mind boggles I guess you know five years ago we never thought 4k would would we are 4k that you know how are you going to find a hard drive that All can right. store you know 4k video and data it's happened let alone work so, with like, it Yeah, so I think, you know, we're going to see, they're the sorts of trends we're going to see, more AI, higher resolution, you know, better smarts in the cameras. I I imagine as well the wireless technology is going to become um, improved. I think you'll see longer-lasting battery technology so that, in fact, you know, um, cameras that can can operate normally but can last a year or two without needing recharging, I think that's going to happen um, Mm -hmm. and become more commonplace. So, yeah, there's all sorts of um, exciting um, areas that we're heading towards and I can't wait to see where it all
1: goes. Yeah. One thing is for sure is, is the industry is growing and it is one industry where technology makes a direct impact. Every time there's an improvement, it filters down into, you know, obviously just about every industry, but in the safe security industry and in cameras, especially, you know, these, the very technical, even just slight improvements, can be harnessed for great results on the back end. You know, just a little bit better resolution camera now lets you do other things. And integrating all of this stuff with with the thermal heat detection, with facial recognition, with the license plate recognition, which, you know, all of these systems have right now, but they're going to become more commonplace. They're going to become more affordable. And ultimately, when you have the best technology available to you that you can afford and you're using it, you're going to be safer than if you had yesterday's technology right so and not only that it's probably going to it's going to work better it's going to be smarter as you're saying right these all these are all smart you know systems here that we're talking about and they're going to get smarter and it's going to really allow people to be safer as a result and you know we all want peace of mind we all want to be safe we all want to have a sense of well-being and and know that you know if something happens that we are going to be informed of it right you know we don't want to not know what's happening when we are away from our home or away from our business. And, uh, it is unfortunately, uh, due to a lot of the things that we've seen happen in the, in the first part of 2020, uh, it's something that is becoming much more in demand. And I think, uh, it's going to, the industry is going to just continue to grow for the foreseeable future. Quite frankly, you know, Swan security and all these other products that make security items because People want to be safe, and so they know that, hey, if there's a solution out there and it's affordable to me and it's going to give me that peace of mind and I can be able to keep an eye on my kids and my house and my property and my whatever, uh, that's always a good thing, right? Because, you know, we don't want to worry. We want to be concerned when we need to be concerned, and and the rest of the time we don't have to worry about it.
2: The the other point I'd make, too, is that um – it's easier than before. Like like in years gone by, security was kind of off to the side as this you know complicated area that didn't integrate particularly well with other technology around the house. Now you can hit the HDMI button and see see it on your smart screen, uh, your smart TV. Um, you can use voice commands. It's um, ift integrations here. Um, it's it's much easier than before. And the other thing I'd say too is, it's much more affordable. And and a brand like Swan, we pride ourselves on the product um, being easy to set up but affordable so that you don't have ongoing fees. You're not locked into a three-year contract or something. You, you can actually get set up and away you go without ongoing costs. So for people that haven't bought a security system um, up till now, do your research and have a look, but it's so much more easy and affordable than you might think it is. And as I say, um, once you get set up, there aren't any ongoing costs. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's not like there's a subscription to Swan that you have to pay. Once you set up, you self-monitor and away
1: you go. Yeah, and a lot of people that's 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 what they need. You know, I like I said, it's uh the the products are awesome. I mean, I know what these these things go for because I did a lot of research for myself before I settled on the system, and uh, which was an eight camera system with a, a network video recorder, and it it's working great, and I love it. You know, getting the alerts and just being able to check the cameras anytime I want, and so a company like Swan. Uh, and, and there are other companies out there, but I, I love how you guys are integrating a lot of these newer features that you don't see in other systems, uh, you know, with the lighting that pops on, you know, with even the, the, the blue and red lighting, you know, simulating sort of law enforcement. It's like sometimes people just have to see the blue and red lights and they're like, ah, it doesn't matter if it's coming from the camera or not. They, they just equate that with, you know, the police and law enforcement and, uh, and they're, they're going to leave. Uh the two way communications is big, you know, and of course the remote monitoring and be able to do like everything else. We've got our smartphones that control it all. And yeah, so and I think uh, fantastic wired,
2: stuff. Yeah, being able to mix wireless and wired too, you know, I think that's something that um people will really like because as we talked about before, you know, you, you can you can think about, hang on, I really would like a camera over there. I'll put the wireless one there and I'll have the wired ones over here. You know, you can mix mix it so that right. you get the right combination. And if you've got you're lucky enough to have a second property, you can actually, you know, monitor both. Um, on the app, in the same app. Um, and That's something great
1: for like landlords. You own a yeah, bunch of properties. Absolutely. Oh, you put cameras yeah, on was- them all. You got them all right in front of you.
2: Yeah. Lucky enough that if you got a vacation home or something, you can you can monitor that on the same app. So yeah, there's there's lots of good possibilities for
1: people. Sure. So if our listeners are interested in learning more about you uh, or Swan Security, they can uh, go to as I mentioned a couple of times, swan.com, swan with two N's. uh And then uh, you're out there on social media. I saw you guys are on Facebook. That's where I saw that really yeah. cool little ninja Facebook, video. I- Encourage yeah, people to go watch with, that. Uh, it's kind of neat.
2: Yeah, yeah. the love The Ninja. That's probably been our um, – I think it's our highest viewed video we've ever done, and and, and um, people really like it. So there's three in the series, and there's more sequels coming. So, you know, it's like Police Academy.
1: We're just going <laughs> to keep turning them out. You know?
2: um, but, um, yeah, certainly we're on um, all the social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we sell uh, – uh, most of our sales are via retailers. So, you know, Best Buy – Oh, okay. um, menards costco um you know all, all the big retailers so um search away and, and we're there or swan.com swann.com
1: well you know i really appreciate you coming on the show today so i i've got to ask you do you have any any last thoughts for our audience before i let you go uh,
2: just just as we've talked about um for anyone who hasn't bought a security system or a security camera up to now um, get in uh, do do some research online and and uh you'll be surprised at, at just how far the technology's come and how easy and affordable it is now. And, and, um, yeah, uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised and it really does work. It helps make you safer and, and, and at the, the convenience now with being able to see what's happening remotely is, is amazing. So get in and have a look.
1: It really is. It's uh, it's something that if you can, you know, just about anybody can afford to do it. So, um, so I really appreciate uh, Jeremy Stewart from Swan Security for being here. Uh, thanks to our listeners for tuning in, listening, or watching us on YouTube. So, you know, we're available on all the major podcast networks, of course. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And get the latest safety information from safetytalkpodcast.com. Uh, listen to us on wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So until next time, as I always say to everybody, please stay safe.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Safety Talk. You can listen to past episodes and get the latest safety news at our website, safetytalkpodcast.com. Be sure to visit our other websites for free safety checklists and infographics. You can also sign up for free online self-defense training, learn about college campus safety, and find out more about Pete and how he can help educate your school or business through his speaking, workshops, seminars, and consulting. Subscribe to the Safety Talk podcast and never miss out on any new safety information. Until next time, stay safe.